would you want to do it right now? Into the, the danger zone of podcast lore. Away to the danger zone. <laughs> Not on key. Of episode Lana. one. Lana! Lana! What? Danger zone. Danger zone. Episode 127 of the Pixel Raider Land Party Podcast welcomes you. Hello, Tony and Tristan. Thank yo. you both for making it. Yo, 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 kid. Absolutely. Uh, this has been an interesting weekend. We had a lot of fun um, most recently at Play NYC, which Never we're going to talk about it. today. Uh, it is a very popular and up-and-coming New York-centric games con, so we're going to talk about that. Um and a whole bunch more, but first, you guys know the drill. What have you been playing? Oh, we're just going right into it, huh? I think we should go <laughs> direct the cold open. The cold, well, unless you guys have a... Why don't you um, start us off then? A maraschino open. Okay, fine. All right, great. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have most recently been playing uh, Prey again. I went back through... Did you beat it? Yeah, I beat it. Okay. I beat it when it first came out um, for Xbox, and... I wanted to play that moon moon landing expansion that they had. The roguelike thing? Yeah. And I wanted to get back into it, but I didn't really want to drop 20 bucks on it until I felt comfortable with controls again and, you know, really understood sort of what the premise is a second time because it's been, I mean, at least seven months to a year since I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty good. So I started another car- campaign. I changed uh, some of the ways that I'm doing it. I'm diving a little bit more into the Typhon uh, powers that I didn't touch last time. I did a new game plus, which was actually very cool. So I started with all my uh, abilities from the last game. So it's really just like max out the powers that I can do run. Um, and it's been it's been really rewarding. Going back through and messing people up, having the explosions ability where you can, like, cast a shot out of your brain into somebody else's brain. It's pretty cool. Right out of the gate. It's really nice. So I highly recommend going back and play it. It is fun. And I'll let you know if I check out the Moonbase expansion, which I probably will once Moon I beat this again. I've been thinking about picking that up because it's 15 bucks right now. It looks... Oh, it's only 15 Yeah. On oh. Xbox or Steam? Both. Oh, okay. okay. I'll probably end up doing that after the cast. I may pick that up. I've been wanting to play it. Yeah, because it looks really good. I've been watching some gameplay videos, other people checking it out. It looks awesome. I like that they added in the ability of your guns to degrade so they fall apart if you use them too much. Oh, that's cool. Wait yeah. a minute. I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Is it $15 for this expansion, or was the expansion free? For the free expansion. For the, for the, for the, for the, oh, 15 damn. I thought it was $15 for the game. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's 15 for the base game? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, good. Yeah, then, I'll, own, then I'll pick it if up. If you don't own Prey, you can get Prey for $15. I, I don't understand. know about okay. anything. It's probably that. worth doing if you haven't played Prey, the base game, because the base game is very good. My understanding is that the DLC expansion is an additional 20 on top of that. Oh, it's um, still not bad. Which is not bad, and it's um, a solid standalone, long-term, you-can-run-it-over-and-over-and-over-again experience, so mm. I would recommend it. But definitely get the base game for fifteen because it's worth. It's certainly worth that by itself. Mm-hmm. The campaign's fantastic. Nice. Um, I've also been playing some Overwatch. Hey yo, it's that summer game life, dude. Summer game time. Till August thirtieth. 
August which 30th. is basically just Lucio Ball, which is like Rocket League without yeah. cars, but yeah. the skins in there are really good this the year. The skins are really good, and that's why I'm grinding. I, yeah. I'm having a great time with you and Steve playing with, uh, playing for those loot boxes. Yeah. Except for that last round, that that sucked. Oof. <laughs> that was a rough. That Oof. was a rough wall. That's okay. Um, but Overcooked, uh, Overwatch, still good. I'm going to get to Overcooked in a second, but Overwatch, still amazing. Those skins are dope. I've also been playing Overcooked 2, which just yeah. came out, um, and I had uh, a great time checking that out. My wife and I have been playing that pretty much nonstop. It is a fantastic game. It's it really good. worthy sequel yes, to the first one. Wait. And um, the ability to toss food is really useful. You can't toss cooked food. It has to be pre-prepped or uh, like you can chop it up and then toss it but like you can't fry something and then throw it. It has to be taken on plates after that and you can't chuck the plate which I like. We need to check that out online. Yeah dude I'll play some online with you. I haven't had the urge recently because I mostly wanted to just see about getting Sarah and I to play it uh, continuously but I see where I am on your ladder after that yes definitely second to wife but I, <laughs> um, <laughs> unacceptable but the the gameplay mechanics are great I love what they've done with it and it's re- just it's just really fun so is it yeah, still simple though together. it's yeah. still simple controls okay cool. still just simple controls sure. but they <clears throat> I, I played they, a little bit of the single player campaign and it feels like very much like the first one yeah uh, okay yeah, yeah. Good. just I just want to make little, sure Eric little differences won't, won't get it like Okay, like gameplay cool. um, tightening up increases. Good. If you were wondering about playing that uh, single player, mm-hmm. don't do it. It's not fun. By yourself, well, yeah. You kind of want to play two play, two or four player or three player is is superior to single in that game. Yeah, just like using like the L button to switch characters, it just breaks the motion. It and does. Like, there's no there's no sense of like being you require. Hectic. You just feel like you're lagging. You're not. You require you're never, multiple. Yeah. You're never fighting to beat the clock. You're just losing to the clock and trying to get points while you do it. Yeah, exactly. I, the game is designed for multiples. Multiple people to yeah. to do multiple tasks at the same time and it is possible with single player, but that is not how the game that that's like the afterthought. <coughs> yeah. Attacked in like, "Oh yeah, I guess you could do it by yourself." Um, but it's a great game and if you want to play with somebody else, do it and now they have online, so there's pretty much no reason to ever play solo. Solid. Um, I also just downloaded on Games Pass Doom, and I have been given that a little bit of a This look-see. is your first playthrough of Doom? This is my first playthrough of Doom, yeah. Oh my god, best game of 2015, dude. I have, uh, I literally booted it up before we started the podcast, so I don't have anything to report except for I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, how far I did never, you I never finished it either. I, like, liter- like, I woke up on the table and squished a dude. The oh. thing about that game, though, <laughs> like is like, yeah, the guy's it skull. wastes zero time making you feel like a badass. Yeah, it's, just it's really good. Right out of the gate, uh, I actually, I put it, I downloaded it from Games Pass 2, yeah. um, and, oof, that game, that game has aged perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just as fun to play now as it was when it came out two years ago. Yeah, I would, I would probably not mind playing it on Switch, but the fact that I can get it for quote unquote free on Games Pass is yeah, that's a big, big that's the way to go. I thought about getting it on Switch, but it was like sixty yeah, bucks. And I'm I like, know yeah, it's hard. It's a hard sell. Did you see the? We'll talk about this in a minute. But, but then at the same the time, Doom, I bought in so many games that I've already, I already own the Doom Ultimate trailers or Doom Forever or whatever. Doom it is. Eternal. Yeah. Yeah. That shit looks um, that so game looks good. Amazing. We're gonna talk about it. We don't have to go into it now, but I just. 
I, I saw the trailer and then I was like, I should play the first one because it's yeah, free. Yeah, QuakeCon's going on right now. If anybody doesn't know, that's kind of like... Or BlizzCon. I, actually, Blizz, I Blizz didn't Con. follow up on any of that. Blizz, yeah, I, BlizzCon. I don't know what's going on. They showed that's a bunch right. of Fallout 76 stuff, which is the most thing. Yeah, I heard. like mm, gameplay yeah. stuff. There's like a, a card system for stats, but it's not microtransaction-based, so I don't know how that's going to work. But hmm. They showed that you can... If you like your your building creation in in your in your town, you can create what's called a blueprint, which just makes a replica of it. So, like, say your town gets nuked, you can just recreate that at a button's press. Oh, that's uh, okay. That's kind of good. That's a good way to that's a good way to handle that. That negates like. the rage that I would feel if I lost my town because. And I they would also rage. made it so PvP works like you have to both engage each other. Like, if somebody shoots you, it'll take a little bit of damage. But if you don't return fire, it will just nothing will happen. But if for some if for some reason they do try, if they're able to kill you, mm-hmm. uh, and you haven't like engaged in PvP, they'll be marked as like a wanted person, and people mm-hmm. will be rewarded for killing them, and they won't get any XP or uh, rewards until they die. And they show uh, up. I, re- I heard they read they show up as <clears> like <throat> a blue dot on everyone's yeah. map who's playing. So, it's so like, everyone can come for them. Really don't want you to grief in this game, (laughs) which is fine. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, because there's so much potential for griefing in that. Yep, that's interesting. Um, well, I have been trying another game out. Um, that I reached out for, and I got a code for Salt and Sanctuary. Oh, tell me about that. So it's an interesting game, um, and I'm, I'm going to do a write-up for it. We're, we'll have a full review uh, pretty soon when I have a few minutes to myself to, to do it. Um, but the, the long and the short of it is there are a lot of games that are emotive of the Dark Souls legacy of games. They are really overly difficult, or they are... Uh, filled with dark, like, demonic lore that you have to sort of unravel, or they give that kind of feeling where you just feel like a badass when you completely dominate a boss that before was destroying you continuously. And these these are just sort of part of the experience of playing the Dark Souls games and the, and the games that follow or are like Dark Souls. So if I say a game is like Dark Souls, that's sort of what I'm talking about. Salt and Sanctuary is not like Dark Souls. Salt and Sanctuary is Dark Souls. It just is two-dimensional. And they took um, almost... They took so much from the original Dark Souls legacy of gaming that Mm -hmm. it isn't a fair comparison for me to say that it's a similarity game. It is the same game. Um, Which isn't to say it's bad, it just that's what i'm playing it's it's a two-dimensional um where are you playing it platformer on switch i'm playing on switch i heard that they didn't really make the ui very user-friendly on the switch version it isn't it's difficult to get into a little bit um which isn't again to say that there's not um there's a lot in it i think the the problem is it's dense on a display like that Mm -hmm. um and it sort of almost banks on you having uh, a mouse to swing around a little bit faster but like the upgrade menu is this massive tree of potential uh, placement slots where you can sort of stack into whatever kind of character you want to be and after about 15 different placements I sort of really understood why I would do it doing those things and like how that would benefit me 
um, you have a collection of what is known as salt. So every time you kill somebody, you collect salt from their body. Uh, you can then spend that salt upgrading your character, leveling up, um, and you can spend it to infuse your weapons and armor with uh, different abilities and things like that. So you kind of need salt. But you also have gold that is dropped, and the gold is a permanent um, currency. So the difference is in Dark Souls, if you die, you lose all the souls you have collected, and you have no money when you wake up. In Salt and Sanctuary, if you die, you still have gold, but you lose all the salt that you had, and you have to go and collect the salt instead. Um, there are also many different deities that you can um, pray to, and the deities give you different rewards, but each of them is sort of similar in that when you pray, it refills your health and your stamina and your quote-unquote Estus Flask, but it's not your Estus Flask. It's called the Red Potion Ball or the Water of Life refill or whatever it is that you've been like praying to. Right. Um, but it's good. You know, I think for, for somebody like me who is a very avid Dark Souls player and fan... I enjoy it because I think that the kind of combat is similar. It emotes the same kind of feelings. The the rage that I felt when I didn't succeed at destroying the first boss. Self-deprecation. Uh, it is a lot of self-flagellation. Yep, it's masochistic gaming, but it's interesting. And I think that if you were aiming to make a game that was similar to Dark Souls in every way, but two-dimensional and platforming, I think they've succeeded in that way. It feels heavy. It feels like I'm wearing heavy armor when I'm clonking around on the display. Um, there's some really cool finishing move animations that get shown. Uh, I can slash forward and just destroy a person on the display. And it's, it is rewarding gameplay if you're into that kind of game. But the reason I put all this front of my sort of pseudo-review right now is that if you aren't looking for a game that is Dark Souls, this is that game. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't jump into this thinking it'll be a different kind of game with Dark Souls elements. No, it is Dark Souls, it's just two-dimensional. And if you like that, you should get it. If you don't like that kind of game, it is the exact same kind of experience. So I, I kind of wanted to hedge with all of that information. But it's interesting, and I like it. So we'll have a full review coming out, but um, know that the review is targeted for certain kind of gamers. So Cool. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, I've been playing um, mostly just... Um, Overcooked, and I'll talk about Play NYC games that we experienced with Tony when that comes up. So I'll pass it off to maybe you, Tris. Yeah. Um, oops, wait, wait, wait. Oh, am I still here? Yeah. You're still okay, here. I accidentally clicked a button, and oh. I was like, do you want to leave this page? And I was like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay, so first thing I want to do is talk about this amazing... You guys like... Well, Will, you like role-playing games, right? I like do enjoy role-playing games. role playing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever played this one called Be on the Brink of 30 and go to the <laughs> eye doctor and find out that your mortal <laughs> vessel is slowly decaying and failing? Oh, man, I play that pretty much by uh, every two years or so. That game's great. Yeah. I played that this week. <laughs> Solid game. There were Not the best graphics in that one. No, especially if you have uh, stigmatism, apparently. I, I, I know that. I am also playing with the same uh, Graphic, The graphics are a little blurry. Dice, yeah. Yeah. Graphics oh are a little blurry in that load. <laughs> they Things dilated a little blown my out. eyes. Yeah. They, they dilated my eyes, and I was like, okay, it'll be fine. No big deal. Like, um, I'm young and immortal. That's fine. And then almost immediately, just instant regret. You're like, oh, I God. Can't. 
I could see like <laughs> objects, but I could not tell anything on my phone. And I was just like, is this what getting old is like? Oh my And I just had this immense sense of depression. Oh God. It was no good. I had to put, I had to di- have Siri start dictating all of my texts and I made the mistake of telling Will that and he just started sending me random words <laughs> for Siri to read out loud. It was great. It was great In fun public. Oh, did it? My, luckily I had my AirPods in. Oh, that's fantastic. Aww. The, in, the entire lens crafters on Third Ave almost thought heard Sirius say penis. <laughs> um, that game sucks. Don't play that game. That's a hard game, man. Yeah. Uh, Everyone plays eventually. I have been playing a bunch of Advance Wars on DS. Oh, yeah? Mostly just because I was like, I want to play something on the train that's not fucking Solitarica. Dude, you need something to do that isn't Solitarica. Yeah. And so playing advance wars on the train instead of solitaire solitarica quickly turned into playing basically advance wars before work and after work and on the train all week oh, so shit, that's what i did that game is so good you should just play mini metro on the train did you know mini metro's coming to switch i did see this that's weird yeah i don't think it's gonna i, I gotta don't be think honest. that i would like that game if i wasn't playing with my thumb i love that game but i think it needs touch controls unless they have like a way or, to, like, well if you can pause you can the motion of the trains or something so that you can adjust tracks that's the only way i see it working on console. you can do that yeah can you yeah you, you do that do on mobile yeah oh i haven't played that game in a while oh dude yeah you, it's it's way good you can blow up all the tracks you can restack everything and more importantly one of the things that really bugged me is when you'd laid a track down if you had a new track that you could lay it would automatically play that new color mm. the new one doesn't give a shit unless you select it what color mm. you're playing with or mm-hmm. if it's like contextually you're selecting a new spot Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mess up your lines. It's a great game. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, but not as good as Advance Wars. And if you have mm. a 3DS or a DS and you've never played Advance Wars, play that game because it's so good. Uh, I, it made me realize that like Intelligent System is pretty much the best d- developer on the 3DS because they made WarioWare, they made Advance Wars, they made Fire Emblem, they made everything. Fire they made Paper Wire. Mario, Color Splash. Oh, they did? They make, yeah, they make everything. Oh, wow. Um, they're like the. They're, I think they're like, probably the developer that I've spent the most time gaming with. Really. Which I didn't hmm. realize until like yesterday. Yeah. If you if you go look at their, if you go look at their like bibliography on Wikipedia or yeah. their like game game op gameography, it's like this immediate sense of oh huh, it's huh. really weird. Yeah. yeah now I huh. want to play. Now I want to play Mario Color Splash. Such a no. You want to play Overcooked Two? What's stopping you? I don't know who you. <laughs> um, aside from the occasional Halo and Overwatch with Will, the only other game that I really played this week was uh, We Happy Few because that finally yeah, dude, tell me about it. Version. I want to know about this. Um, I remember you I and don't, I played the early, like early, yeah. early acts preview of it, and it was it's very different now. It's very yeah. So when it, when it first came out, you know, like it had this E three reveal trailer in 2016, I think, and it had this like really awesome almost Bioshock like narrative reveal of a first person shooter type game where you're like psychological thriller with mind control and stuff like that and it just turned out to not be the kind of narrative driven Bioshock game everybody was kind of hoping left expecting and hoping it would be it was yeah. much more like an immediate very open world very survival based mm-hmm. uh, loot based game which was like not intriguing 
uh, or yeah, fun everyone really wanted all. a story from that, and that just wasn't so, one at the moment. So they really like took it back to the drawing board, and like two years later, it finally came out as a, a version of a game that is a lot closer to what people wanted. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like five or six hours in right now, and I don't know if I like it. Understood. Huh. Um, it's a it's a a well made game, especially considering it came from Kickstarter and it's mm-hmm. you know not a triple A studio. It looks really good. It sounds amazing if you have headphones. the The story's good, albeit exceptionally British, kind of to the <laughs> point of being like a little obnoxious. Yeah. Um. No, no, nothing against British people or anything. It's just like. It, a it lot feels... of stereotypes. Uh, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's a lot closer to you know it is. It's not a shooter. I haven't. I've been in there six hours. I haven't come across the gun. It's not a combat game at all, really. Like there is combat, but mm-hmm. it's more of a stealth game, and combat is second to that. Um, and is there a lot of action? Because they make it look like there's action no, too. No, not there. There, there are moments of action, but it's really huh. more. It's mostly like survival and running, it's, right? It's not even running. That's the thing. If you, you run, can't run, if you can run, but <laughs> if you run and you're in, so the whole premise of this is everyone's faking it. Everybody's taking these pills called joy, which basically put a rose tint over your entire perception of the world, and you see this post-war torn britain uh england as this very david lynch version hip and groovy 1960s era super far out austin powers like color it looks great it looks really cool and it's a really awesome idea um but the whole one of the whole mechanics of the game is you have kind of rejected the idea of joy uh, because you came across a newspaper clipping that reminded you of the time before it, and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta figure out what's going on. So you kind of reject that, but you have to kind of keep up the facade of yeah, being because people are bonkers addicted insane. to it. Yeah, and it, at the point, at times, you know, you can still take the pill. You can take the pill whenever you want, and it re- it turns back on the like rose tinted version of that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you keep taking too much of the pill, you'll get like addicted to it, and you'll have like withdrawals and an overdose. Uh, symptoms and stuff like that uh, but the the whole thing is is like if you're in the main town where all of these brainwashed people live and you run or you act out push somebody or you push somebody or you steal anything or anything suspicious everybody in the town starts to suspect you and they will just become like violently raging and they try to kill you and they'll try and ruin your day on the flip side of that if you're out of the town with the non-brainwashed people who have escaped it and you're wearing like nice clothes that the people in the nice town wear they will get violently angry and try and wreck your shit yeah so it's this weird balance of of uh you know like keeping as part of the system but trying to figure out what's going on um and that part is really cool except for the part where it really slows the pace down because when you're in this town you can't do anything yeah. out of the ordinary which i get it you know it's that's the that's the point of the game but when they like i said before it was a very obvious um open world loot-based game and with super heavy emphasis on survival like you have a constantly draining thirst 
meter, a constantly draining hunger meter, and a constantly draining sleep meter. Yep, yep, I'm and, not into it. And those are <laughs> those are still present in this game. Oh, but they're not nearly as extreme as they were before. Okay. Like it used I, to be, like you'd pass out in 20 minutes if you didn't. Yeah, take like a nap like now if you if you're at a prompt where you need something that would normally be crafted, if you have the supplies, it will just say, "Hey, just give hold this button to craft and use this." Yeah, and. I haven't come across is, the point in the game where I felt fine. like I didn't have enough stuff yet. Um, yeah. Like, I, I've never felt short on supplies or like I was going to die. So, like, that that mechanic is there, but it almost feels like it's tacked on, like, secondhand. But it was supposed to be the main emphasis. So, it's like it's taken a backseat to its own product, which feels really weird. Um, because so much of the game is still focused around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know. It it just doesn't. It, they didn't just they didn't execute it the way that I think most people really wanted that game to be, which which was very much like a Bioshock type thing. And and as far as the narrative and story and first person part of it goes, that part is good, but just a lot of the mechanics in the game are like, eh, nothing special. And yeah. it's not bad. I, I want to emphasize that. Like it's not bad. And I'm I'm having. I don't know if I'm having fun. I'm, I'm <laughs> you're having joy. It. I'm playing it. You are experiencing know. joy. I don't know what the feelings I'm getting back from it are. Like, yeah, I'm I'm satisfied. I guess is what I would say. And you're sort of just zoning. I'm just like, That's a good feeling. That's I'm what they're doing going for. it. Yeah, I'm just I'm doing it. <laughs> which <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it sounds like I'm shitting on this game, but I like. I don't think it's worth the fifty bucks or whatever that it's. Is it fifty bucks? It's it's like a full price uh, game. Oh, that's hard. Um, what do you think of this it, game? I'm playing if, it. I'm playing if it. If you're hard <laughs> up for if that's you're hard exactly. up for like a narrative first person experience, that's what all devs dream for. Pick up Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. First, that's not first person. Yeah, for sure, dude. Um, better, better person. Yeah, I don't know. It's a thing. I'm. Lo- I'm gonna keep playing it because, like, I was really hyped for it when it came out, and I think the I think the idea of the story is cool. I'm hoping that the pieces of the story fall into place in a way that actually make the story feel good. Because so right. far, it's just kind of like very by the book when it comes to like psychological thriller, mm. like very predictable so far, I guess. But the atmosphere is great. Uh, they really captured that, which is which is one of the good things that I'll say about it. Yeah, good. That's pretty much all I'm playing. Um, yeah, I don't want to say don't play We Happy Few, but don't pay full <laughs> price. Again, uh, all devs dream of to hearing each, your review I, here. To each, to each their own. You might love it. Yeah. I just I'm I wanted to love it. Since 2016, and I know. like yeah, that's a long that, time to be. That first early preview, that first early preview just left a very sour taste in my mouth. And yeah. what the final product was, I don't know, was enough of a change to make me. Well, yeah, because ad- they made it look super game. bizarre, and, mm-hmm. and, it's just, and it is. Well, it is super bizarre. It's just it's not not the bizarre you want, but it's not what people were expecting. Yeah, I, 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 I it's also he- it's also I hard to live up to, to say this, but like. 
Bioshock. What it comes down to is I want it to be like a Bioshock like, and, it and it's not. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that keeps me from picking it up, man, is because uh-huh. I, I know that it won't be what I expect it to be. I'm assuming that it'll end up on Game Pass probably soon. So, yeah. like, if you have Game Pass and it shows up there, then it's worth definitely worth playing. For sure, yeah. But I don't, I don't know that it's worth 60 bucks. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll so be far. on sale. So far. Maybe, maybe something will happen that'll pull me super into it. There's also this really annoying bug where, like, if you die, one of so like one of the mechanics is like you can sit on a bench mm-hmm. and you can put a newspaper over your face and that I guess conceals you. Mm-hmm. Which they're like very self-aware about it. They're like, for some reason, if you start reading the paper, people can't see you. Oh, okay. And but when you, there's this bug where if you respawn, you're reading the paper, you don't get the button prompt to put the paper down and get up. So you just have <laughs> to like restart the whole game. What? Oh, very that frustrating. Sucks. Luckily, I've only died twice, but both times that I've died, it's happened. So that's frustrating. That'll, that that takes you back that. to the beginning of the game. No, not the beginning of the game. It has an autosave, which is pretty. But um, you have to load generous, a different save. It, no, it'll just revert you back. But you'll just like be sitting in like the closest bench to where you were when you died. Uh, um, but at the same time, it's like just the frustration of having to reboot my game sucks. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lame. Yeah. Well, hopefully that gets fixed, and uh, hopefully it is what we expect soon, or for those of you out there, what you're I looking don't, for. I don't know that it will change much more than I mean, what it is now, yeah, I mean, especially because like, they're not an I mean, all the core or, systems are in place. Mm-hmm. Oh, also another thing about that game is the AI is super dumb. Like, Mafia 3 level dumb. Uh, Very, and and for when it's a stealth game, and there's uh, not that much of a challenge for the AI... Like, what you should do is play Alien Isolation because that, that yeah, that's that's, a that's smart good. AI. That's good AI. Uh, yeah. This game is just like I can literally punch somebody that I'm supposed to be avoiding, run to a bush that's like on the other <laughs> side of the house where I'm concealed, and they'll be like, "Where do you go?" And then oh, it sounds like Assassin's Creed AI. In like in like a game like Resident or like think of like Metal <laughs> Gear Solid Five. You all played that. Like mm-hmm. the penalty for being detected in that is game changing like the the rest of your stage changes based on you being detected and this is just like five seconds later they're like okay back to what we were doing and it's just like uh yeah okay this is like the big selling point of your game is the stealth maybe focus on that maybe you should have worked on that yeah a little bit Mm. yeah frustrating but yeah well i'll wait for a sale (laughs) you've been playing anything else um, nope. All right. Tony, what have uh, you been playing? Two things. Uh, Mario Odyssey. I started it over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's I so played, good. I played on the train. Oh, you started all the way over? To and from. Yeah, because yeah. you could have multiple scenes under multiple one profile. Um, so I'm like 20 moons in. I think you could get like eight save slots or six save slots or it's five. A, it's something enough like that. that it's you a good won't amount. Run out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I've also still been playing some No Man's Sky here and there. So, still yeah, into that. that. This week, really. You're still yeah. playing. I no got. To, I just. I got yes, to sir. a point where it was like, even though the progression is a lot better, it still gets to a point where it's like I'm putting so many hours to get minor progression, where it's like I don't know that I. The gameplay I, loop. Lost I don't know me that my heart's in it enough. Three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling that this week I may go back into Bioshock, something a little more mm-hmm. uh, story-driven, story-oriented, and atmospheric. Yes, keep playing Bioshock until you beat it. Yes, please, 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 please. please, please. And then play I'm Bioshock at, two until you beat it. Please. I'm at the, and then I'm at the part where you it. you have to. Uh, well, actually, I think Tristan wasn't in this episode. Uh. Um, I have to uh, save all the trees that were just poisoned. 
So oh, I yeah. Need, and I need Arcadia. to get a bun yeah, I need to get a bunch of water and all that stuff mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't feel like doing a fetch quest right now. Uh I mean it's technically a fetch quest, but it doesn't feel like a fetch quest. It does that's, that's what Will said. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll uh I'll go probably go back to that this week. Because cool. I uh, need to need to get that finished. Looking forward to some Switch games, uh, but they don't come out for a couple weeks yet. Um, one of them being um, ba -da -ba -ba, Dragon's Cafe. Little Dragon's Cafe. That's that oh, level yeah. 5 game, right? Yeah. So you ra raise a dragon, and then you also manage your... Uh, like You do some farming, and you manage your little cafe, and all that stuff. So, yeah. I'm, I want to try and watch some more more videos on that and check check that out. But that may, I may use my Best Buy discounts while I still have them for the rest of the year. While they're still valid for anything. I still Yeah, I still have it until like February 2019. Mm -hmm. It's just that then I have to go to Best Buy. Actually, I could have it shipped to me. I might just do that because that's free. I mean, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Um, well, no, I played a teeny tiny bit of Zeo Drifter. And then I was like, I want to play Mario. So went back to that. Did you see that he posted on Twitter like, um, what he put put a survey up for like what type of game in the Slammers universe would you like to see? Because mm -hmm. he made that soccer Slammers game, yeah, which I keep meaning to pick up. I wonder uh, how that is. One of those options was what golf. is it like eight bucks like, or I, ten bucks? I, 12, I would kickstart bucks? <laughs> I would kickstart a golf game on Switch today. That was today like would you really? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I play so much Mario Golf, dude. What about Mar? Didn't you play the Golf Story game? Golf Story. That's, that's is not, not a golf game. game is it is a golf game, but it's desires? it's just it's very different. Uh, I went My back to golf. I went back to Golf Story when I was on train ride, and it was like not good. Mm. Mm. It's good. It's good. It's just like the golf element takes backseat to the RPG element, which yeah. is fine. But I, I wanted the golf. You know? Hey, Will. I'm here to golf. I'm Will. here to golf. I, I went I'm to all play, out of balls. What? I went to play Hollow Knight. <laughs> I went to play Hollow Knight, and I was just like, man, I don't remember where the hell I was going or what yeah. I was doing. And I was like, well, close did that. You, mm. Did you pick up Dead Cells, Tony? I did not. You have not? Not yet. Hmm. Did you? No, I, was, I want to really bad because that game seems super my element. Um... But I've been hearing that the Switch version has some performance issues oh, right now man. that the developers acknowledge and said it fixes on the way. Just some frame rate stuff. Oh, I so, just read that right now. Motion yeah. Twin apologizes for frame rate drops. Yep. Um, I'll probably wait for that. TBH. Oh, yeah. This game looks great. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, I feel like, listen, after I suffered through Rhyme on Switch, literally nothing could be worse than that. Except for Room in the Night Sky. Uh, I don't really, I, they, they came out with, actually. Okay, new rule. They did. We're going to have a swear jar for this podcast, but it's a Room in the Night Sky jar. <laughs> anytime, you, anytime you bring that game up, you have to put money in the jar. Yeah. And then that money goes towards buying me hot dogs. No, oh, you would not have wanted to get a hot dog at Play NYC. Why was wrong with the hot dogs at Play NYC? I don't know if it was a hot dog or it was the food. We they got were pretty, we got seven dollar hot dogs. They were seven dollar so, hot dogs. Yeah, welcome to an event. Oh anywhere. god, I know. And the, uh, a cup of water was five dollars. It was six dollar bottle. Would of water. they let you take your own bottle? They did, uh, but there's, they no did. there's no water fountains inside. So I, I filled up in the bathroom, and it tasted like metal. Yeah, 
Oh, well. Water fountains, which isn't their fault. I mean, it's just Enjoy a video. Enjoy your yeah. poisoning. It's probably fine. Probably. Probably, probably, fine. probably fine. Probably fine. Probably fine. You're probably probably not. fine. Um, hey, but yeah, then you had some troubles <laughs> from those hot dogs. Yeah, Dirty water dog. Yeah, dude. Let's uh, let's talk about the news, and then you and I will go over some games we'd like to play, and we'll see. What do you think of that? That sounds like a plan, my man. Let's do the news. News is a little light this week. Okay. You're light this week. Uh, well, I did I... go for a run today, so like I probably am technically lighter. Than I'm I a lot was. lighter. Technically, yesterday. you might. And I like I took a really big poop afterwards, so like. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm a lot lighter after yesterday's hot dog. God. Oh my god. I took like two within like 15 minutes. Yeah, you had. Yeah, you left on me each hanging floor out. too. So you I checked left out. me yeah. hanging out on the floors while you evacuated. Yeah. They had really clean bathrooms, which was nice. Not after you were done with them. Let's talk about the news that we have listed. You left me hanging out on the floor after you evacuated. Sounds like a <laughs> if Alanis Morissette and Guar made like a collaboration song. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy that album. I would listen to that. Um, <laughs> why don't we go through the the stuff you have first? Do you want to list it out, Tris? Because it's your note. Uh, yeah, because you probably won't be able to read yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, well, MU, Par- M- MU Paradise is a really big emulator uh, distributor mm-hmm. uh, and ROM distributor. And after the... ROM.com. ROM.com. Uh, after the lawsuits that Nintendo's been placing on ROM distributors, they have removed all retro games from uh, their site. Uh, yep. Which uh. has them, you know, like... I, I personally don't support piracy in any facet, I, and I can probably say that we here at do not support. Pixel Raider do not support yeah. you know, illegal acquisition of things that aren't yours. It's theft. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do sympathize with the people that have very valid points that this is terrible for archiving purposes. Oh yeah. my god, tell me uh, there, about there it. There are so many, so many games uh, that just due to terrible licensing laws in america like we'll expire. never see we'll never see the light of day ever again and that means that they're this is the only way that they're playable because mm-hmm. you can't um, buy them legally and a lot of people would if they wanted to play them and especially when it comes to nintendo like they have a very a they have a very, they have a large table of games but it is within their own ip you're never going to get some of the games that are outside of their IP, early Konami-type games that right. just they don't have any interest in re-releasing. Uh, games that just will never see the light of day. These are games that people enjoy playing because it's, it's be it nostalgia purposes, be it educational purposes, they, they're there. Right. Um, and that sucks, for sure. At the same time, like, and I've, I've made this, I've made this comment before Nintendo and their unwillingness to release or make available the games that people want to play is what drives this and mm-hmm. it's not going to stop you know if just because MU Paradise pulls their ROMs for Nintendo and those types of games down that's there's it doesn't people, stop the problem it doesn't stop the problem of people are getting these illegitimately because nintendo does not want money they're doing their disney vault bullshit where they're 
creating artificial scarcity and it's stupid it's stupid it's bad for the consumer it's only losing them money there's no reason why they don't do it they could literally hire third parties that would be more than willing to do it for them yeah they could just license it out right if you think about like the the company that keeps releasing all of the arcade games on switch the hamster arcade or whatever yeah, yeah yeah that's serious. yeah they they're doing amazing jobs with rom ports mm-hmm. for the switch if think about what how they like the integrity they would put into the official versions of those ROMs given the chance, they absolutely would. So, like, there's no reason in my mind why they don't do that. But, yeah, if for some reason you use Emu Paradise to get ROMs, uh, prepare to look elsewhere because they're already down. Right. They are gone. Yeah. Um, Wednesday we got a Smash Direct, Nintendo Direct. which I didn't watch that either. I did. It was cool. I really hope that now they put that to bed, though. And like, <laughs> focus on something else. That'd because be good. We get it. Smash is coming. Like they're they're literally milking every detail of this game to the point where they were like, "Hey, I want to show you the main menu for a second. And he oh just showed god. the main menu of the game. Like, like, oh my god, I don't <sighs> care. I want more than uh, that. Yeah. Cool things that were revealed though was uh, there are a bunch of Castlevania main characters from that universe coming to the game, which That's people fun. are really stoked about. Um, there's over a hundred stages. That's insane. A bunch of them are HD remaster versions of the 3DS game, which people are excited about. The Do you think this will be the last Smash? I think this... Well, I don't know, because I, I could have told you that this would be the last... I don't think it's the last Smash. I would have said this is the last Smash that Sakurai works on. Yeah, Because he's sure. literally going to kill himself making these games. You gotta stop. But at the same time... He just released a statement like two days ago saying, if there's demand, I will keep making these games. Oh, um, God. Oh, I honestly, gotta stop. after playing games like Kid Icarus Uprising, I would love to see him just be set free from Smash Bros. And mm-hmm. allowed to work on things that make him happy. Like, right. you know, Boktai was awesome. And Kid Icarus was awesome. Let him do his creative thing, not just keep making this game that makes Nintendo a crap ton of money Billions. but at the same time like i was saying like i hope they put this to bed now because the game's coming out we get it not everybody's a smash fan and not everybody's a pokemon let's go fan so give them something to drool at the mouth for yeah that's the thing like, man. they, like need, if they you're not, need that if you're not into either one of those two franchises coming into this holiday season right hmm there's nothing for you. Like, there's not. And there's, a, there's a slew of indie stuff that you're going to have to sift through to find things, which is and a whole other problem. I would have thought that we would have gotten a like pre-Nintendo online launch direct or something. Yeah. And, we, and I guess you know we still have time because they said that it's coming in the second half of September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we still have like uh, around a month and a half, but... I don't know. I just I feel like we would have had some better idea of what their holiday launch plans outside of these two specific games were. I thought maybe we get some kind of like, even if it's just a Wii U ports out of whatever they would be, like maybe a Wind Waker or something like oh, something that'd be so good. I'd play follow Wind Waker ups, on Switch for even sure. Even just follow ups on what they showed at E three, like that mech game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or just something about Starlink or something like. Mm-hmm. Give me. Mm-hmm. Some sort of marketing to care about your system other than... And I love Smash. I'm going to play the hell out of Smash. Don't get me wrong. But, like, give me something else that's not Smash. It's give weird, me something it, else that's not Pokemon. Like, I... I well, right. you know, I, I like Smash, but I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna buy it because it's you'll 60 be one bucks. of the people like, that eventually. You, you'll buy it and play it, like, 
casually with your friends. Like, yeah, you're not right. a competitive gaming Ex- Exactly. Type. I think something, so, something that Tony and I were talking about yesterday at Play NYC is, like, there's so much focus on this couch and online co-op or yeah. versus mentality especially, gaming. Especially in small indie communities. Yeah, that's what, and that's what we're saying. And, and we saw, I, I would say, at least half of the games that we saw yeah. last were, like, brawlers and battle... And it, it was hard for me walking up to get excited about some of these people's games because I'm like I saw I'll like never five playing them. I'm like I saw like five other <clears throat> games over there that were just like well, this. If you think if you think but about it, the other it, thing like, is the market is not us necessarily. Like for yeah. those kind of games, it's like college age individuals. Those type of those type of indie dev type games are yeah. like very you know like got free time. the generation below us is very much the Fortnite generation. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. content because they've never known anything else than the separation of. Which isn't to say people that people playing, playing people Fortnite have always played from different locations. That's just how. But like our generation still has very fond memories of sitting on the couch next to your pals mm-hmm. and punching each other in the arm when you lose, and like that. That is good memories. I think Absolutely. that's what drives a lot of this development for for these types of games still, because like they still want to live out those feelings right. well I was talking to a friend of the show Bobby and one thing he pointed out too from a development perspective is they're obviously they're so much easier to make because once you get the mechanics nailed down you just come up with a couple you know move sets just mm-hmm. balancing right. and you make a couple and levels staging. and some staging right. and you get it out the door but uh, the problem is like him and I were discussing is yeah those those type of games make a really good showing at conventions but he was telling me they, they just they don't, they don't translate well. to sales. They don't translate to sales because yeah. they're they have a very specific point in time when they can be played mm-hmm. right. and enjoyed. Right. It's it's harder and harder, especially as you get older and older, to get four people in a room together to play games together. Yeah, right? Right. like the convenience of me sitting down for an hour on my couch versus me sitting on the train for an hour to go hang out with you to play. Right. It's just not exactly. it's not feasible. And then for a when lot we get there, anymore. is that the game that we want to play? Especially especially in this very I don't know, I mean we get like very political, but like we live in a very workhorse climate today yeah. where like you 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 work a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that doesn't leave a lot of room for travel mm-hmm. for, for co op game. Right. Not to drop a sad bomb. No, I mean, but it's true, and that's and that's the thing. Like so many of these kind of games, and that's that is squarely where Smash lies. You know, is in this couch <coughs> and, and like, online, even, even with versus Battle Bro. I really brawler. hope the netcode in Smash is good. I, more than anything, I hope but, so like, too. It but it was never. I'll be honest with you. That's part of why I didn't buy Aces right away. It will never live up code. to those moments of playing melee with my friends on the couch and like. Yeah watching the rage build in their face (laughs) like that that gets lost in translation somewhere i'll tell you something i would much rather play in a group four player overcooked than i would want to play a smash game these days but that's only because that's where i am in my life and i don't want to go like make enemies of my brother and sister-in-law if i'm playing at their you know what i mean that's what mario party's for that's exactly what mario party's for right or like you know, something cooperative or fun or whatever. Like, it's good. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what happens. I'm with Tony on this one. I probably won't end up buying Smash right away at launch. I, I... Uh, if you do want to buy Smash at launch, there is a limited edition coming, which comes with the game, 
the re-released GameCube adapter and oh, a GameCube yeah. controller, yes. which will be the preferred way to play for most people. 100%. And if you have uh, if you have a current one for the Wii U version, maybe a Pro that Control. will work. And guess what, guys? It mm. won't cost $900 like that special edition Resident Evil remake. Collector's Is that edition. Really? Yep. Didn't, is that the one that didn't even come with the game? I, th- <laughs> I that I don't know, but it comes Seriously? with like some t- typewriter replica or something. Oh. And some guy oh, was like, that. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. guy was like, I found a replica that looks just like it for two fifty on e- on Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's rough. Um, next in the news, uh, like I said before, Dead Cells uh, developers issued an apology for frame rate issues on Switch. Promised a fix incoming. Okay. Um, when they released it, they said it was good enough, but. Clearly, based on the response oh, they've good gotten, enough is not the same it, as that good. Affect, does that affect docked too? Docked play? I think it's it? both. Oh, okay, bummer. I haven't. I honestly haven't. Bummer. Heard anybody like say specifically? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that it's both because I feel like I would have read. You know, it is this right. or this. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, Doom Eternal was confirmed to be developed and launching uh, alongside the rest of the consoles on Switch. Mm-hmm. So as of now, yeah, I guess it definitely could change, which wouldn't be the first time something like that's happened. But as of today, it is expected that the do the sequel to Doom will release on Switch. Um, and I'm assuming Panic Button is right helping away. a lot with yeah, that right are, away. They are, yeah. Because uh, they posted a tweet like, what? Same <laughs> day? Like, I love those guys. Yeah. They They're know killing it. Yeah. Did you see that uh, Okami HD is out? Yes, 20 bucks. On Switch? You've never played Okami. It's a very good Zelda-like. I did oh, really? not. But yeah, I it's really good. good yeah. Things. Oh, dude. Hmm. I'm surprised you haven't played that, dude. Mm-mm. You had a PS2, right? No. Nope, yeah. No PlayStations. Yeah. Oh, Tony. Tony. I, I, yeah, did. I know you did. She played like one game and it was like <laughs> Sudoku while I stroke my teenage beard. Probably. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. Uh, yeah, that, that game's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only 20 bucks. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, the Sonic movie, we already knew that Jim Carrey was confirmed to be playing. I hope Dr. it's a live Man. action. It is. It live is. Action. Oh my god, I was well, joking. Like a mix. Oh. Ugh. Well, sorry. Hopefully, hopefully his arms are not blue. Uh, but they've confirmed that Ben Schwartz will be playing Sonic the Hedgehog. You may know him uh, as the hilarious John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Do you think? Oh, that's funny. Do you think yeah. that it's going to be like the um, live-action Dragon Ball Z film level of good? I. Th- think that it will be better than that. I think studios have no desire to make trash like that after that Dragon Ball Z and Avatar. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and Avatar. God, what a piece of they garbage. Avatar movie. I was so excited. Me too, I, dude. I went to see I was it like, day one in theaters. I was still like a young and impressionable, and I was like, this is going to be so It's cool. going to be so good. How could they mess it up? It's such a perfect Walk story. out of that movie. <laughs> trash. That is such trash. So bad. Um, it's a shame. Because <laughs> this TV show is really good. But the film is <laughs> just hot garbage. Bethesda said that Elder Scrolls Legend will skip PS4 if Sony doesn't allow cross-platform play. That's one way to stick it to the man, which I'm assuming means it's going to skip PS4 yep. because they're not going to. They're not going to. They're do not going to budge. They're not, not going to do it. Budge. I guess they just don't want money. Did you see that thing about what uh, Epic's doing to circumvent Fortnite? on android yeah they're just selling it direct they're releasing their apk 
which is so risky. So many people are going to get like bogus links and viruses on their phone. That's a terrible decision. Simply overall. because they don't want to share. I get oh, it. Like they no. stand to save a lot of money by doing that. But I think that like they're going to put their yeah. whole user base at risk. Yeah, and oh. everybody who uses an Android phone is already at risk. But like, well, yeah, yeah, but everybody who uses an iPhone is at risk too. But. Man, that's that is a prime. Yeah. That's prime. and they said like the only reason that they didn't do it on Apple is just because it's not an option. So that's prime for hackers right now. They're gonna they're gonna target that shit. Yeah, like crazy. I, that's that's not. Ooh. I don't know. Like I get that they want to save money and like I get that it's business and I know how businesses work, but like that seems like you're putting your client, especially because there's so much of the player base for Fortnite is like young kids. Like, mm-hmm. They're gonna just dive into that and infect someone. They're gonna start phone ruin, in their ruining their parents' phones. <laughs> yeah, and that's gonna oh, suck. Man. But yeah, that's happening. So be careful where you get your Fortnite A quarter of from, America's folks. children have been murdered by their parents. Um, this is Fortnite launched on Android. Oh it's God! Horrible. Switch Online is confirmed to be Swamp. launching in the second half of September. Um, they released. A, they announced this by releasing a tweet. Which just showed, and they barely coming. still gave us any information. I was like, "Cool, yeah, they were like, you can work. expect, like, you'll find out later." You can expect these top NES games with online play plus more coming. I was like, "What more do you have? Like, those are already the best NES games on the system. What more do you have to offer?" And like, I get that it's twenty bucks a year, but I was just really hoping that Nintendo was going to come into the modern age with this thing, and it seems more and more like maybe they're not. They're playing catch-up on the cheap. Uh, On the topic of Switch, Ubisoft has put snowboarding game Steep uh, to bed. I know. It's no longer being developed or released on Switch at any point. Oh, really? Um, Finally. Yeah, they've been going on and on saying, yeah, it's still coming, it's still coming. Uh, I just read this past week they were saying, yeah, we're still working on it. Promise. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And then it's gone. Um Summer Games for <laughs> Overwatch is live until August 30th, so if you are a Overwatch player, play that. Again, don't play Paladins, because that game's trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like don't Overwatch Lite, but it's free, isn't it? It is free. It is free, it's and Overwatch if you've never Lite. played either one, if you've never played either one, then maybe you'll like it. Listen, Overwatch is one of the greatest, it's, it's just one of the greatest games, and I think everyone would have a good time playing it, personally. Yeah. I really wish that they would it's somehow so be able good. to put that on Switch. Yeah. That would be cool. But this is not the Bring Games to Switch cast. This is the Pixel Raider land party. Yeah, for we sure. We talk about all things. All the stuff. Uh, did you guys see the Red Dead video? That I saw exactly three seconds of it. You should go back and watch it. Is it really good? People have been complaining for a while that all we've seen is story, cinematic trailer, what's the game, what's the game, what's the game. So they released six minutes of the game. And that looks like a lot of... I've I've heard good things. Looks like a hell of a game, dude. Yeah. It looks like next-gen Red Dead Redemption. Ah, dang it. Uh, (laughs) Yep. Dang it. I I don't know that I can put into words how beautiful that game looks. Do you think they're going to do some kind of online garbage, though? They will. Red Dead Redemption had online, and it was fun. But, like, like GTA Five online garbage. I don't think it will be as expansive... Um, simply because I think it's much easier and I don't mean to generalize mm. I think it's much easier I hate when I do that I say I don't mean to and then I and you do immediately it immediately by doing <laughs> it but like I think it's much easier to get the 
average gaming mindset into like this modern day action pace driving sim shooter mm-hmm. violent simulator than it is to get them into cowboy game that's you know what I, you know what i mean fair but these I, cinematic I trailers are going to do a lot for a lot of people i don't know that i don't know that people care about playing cowboy games as much as they do about grand theft auto right that's fair uh but i think that it will definitely have some kind of open world online and i'm sure that they'll put their microtransaction based economy in it because they have stockholders to answer to and it stands to make too much money to not do it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's the crappy thing about stockholders it's like we'll never see another grand theft auto game that doesn't have that simply because of how much money it makes yeah that's fair which is lame yeah um PUBG Corp launched a feedback site called Fix PUBG, specifically <laughs> because people keep complaining about how broken PUBG is, and they want them to shut the hell up. It's pretty pretty bored. Uh, so you can go there. Yeah, <laughs> you can go there and voice <laughs> your opinions funny. on what's wrong with PUBG, and they'll fix it. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you really for funny. your feedback. Go ahead and wad um, that up into a tiny little pill and lay I, on yeah, your I, side. <laughs> so that it can lift insert. one leg to your stomach. Exactly. For easy insertion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love how self-aware is that they just called it Fix PUBG. Yeah. Like, very obvious. Like, leave us alone. Please, God, don't make your own website. We'll make one for you. <laughs> we can moderate this one. Um, That's cool. PS4, in order to celebrate 500 million PlayStation units <laughs> sold over the lifespan of the PlayStation brand, are releasing a limited edition translucent blue PS4 Pro. Uh, um, okay. It, you can see through it. It's kind of cool, cool. But there's a logic board cool. in there, so you can't see the. It it looks pretty cool, though. You can't see. It looks cool. It. Um, I'll give I'll give them that. Limited to fifty thousand, so be ready to buy. Not unlike the uh, anniversary PlayStation Four, the gray one that Tony yeah. bought. Still jealous that he did that. <laughs> you still have. Well, you have a pro, you have a pro now. It's so like that's useless to you. Chip. Yeah. What do you What did you do with it? I had sold it. What? To who? Why? That's a piece of history. That's a collector's edition, bro. I know. Oh, my God. God, I hate you. (laughs) Uh, The World Ends With You is coming to Switch on October 12th, and it will cost $50 because that's Square Enix for you. Square Enix. (laughs) They they price their mobile games at $40 for some reason. Does it sell? I don't know the answer to that they question. They earn a whole $160. I have never in my life seen somebody playing... <laughs> they can buy ramen for the whole team. Never in my life have seen somebody playing a Final Fantasy game on mobile. Uh-uh. Ever. Uh-uh. They say, people say they do, so I can only believe that they do, but I've never seen it. It's like the Bigfoot of mobile games, I guess. Hmm. And I would suspect that it's because they cost so much. Which is stupid, because like, I can go buy Final Fantasy VII on Steam for like 20 bucks right now. But yeah, I, I don't understand iPhones. the mentality not matching prices on all systems. It's weird. It's weird. Like, wh- I think why? it's just because so many more people have phones and it's so much more accessible. So it's like, but accessibility gosh. does not demand higher price. Well, that's Squeenix for you. Well, yeah, but like they gotta know. All right, whatever. I don't work yeah. for their finance department. I don't know who I'm arguing with. Uh, during the Nintendo Direct, yeah, uh, there is a cutscene of Luigi with his backpack 
hunting ghosts, and he is promptly murdered by the Grim Reaper. He is murdered so hard. So viciously destroyed. Murdered. Dude, he got in... ganked. It's amazing. I don't understand Did you how see bad Nintendo? he got killed. Did you see, I think it was Nintendo of Europe tweeted, Luigi is okay. I don't think yeah. he's coming back. No, he's dead. He's fine. He's perma-dead. No, he's he's fine. It's funny, though. Um, His soul the, left that was his the, body. That was the lead into... The Castlevania reveal. Yeah. Reveal. It was pretty uh, cool. Doom, it, was a good, it was a good reveal. Uh, we already said this, but Doom is available on Xbox Game Pass right now. Mm-hmm. And Rage. As well and as Rage. the first Rage. Mm-hmm. So if you've never played Rage and you have an Xbox, now's the time to hop in and check it out. I did notice something, which is Doom and Rage do not show up in the Game Pass menu of available games. You actually have to find the store page for Doom and then hit really? it. But then it says install instead of buy. It takes him a little it while sh- to update that page. It, yeah. showed, it, might, up, it might be it there showed up on mine. Mm, yeah, it showed up on mine when I Rage isn't it. there for me, and neither is Doom. But Your I mean, Xbox I, I got it, but I had to go you, to the store you have page. A, you have a VCR Xbox One, though. I so. basically do have a VCR Xbox One. It can't, it can't process the change. Yeah. It's OG. Even my Xbox... I don't know if this is because I'm on the preview program, but like there are times when my UI on my Xbox One S like starts to chug. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Especially, like, if I was streaming Netflix or something, mm. I'd have to do a reset. Hey, also, speaking of Xbox, uh, you know how I was telling you guys that my Xbox turns itself on on random times? Yeah. Well, I was taking a look, and I'm, you mentioned something about auto-updates, but the Ethernet cable has been disconnected for over two yeah, months. Yeah, it over wireless if you... No, it wasn't doing it, and so when I booted up, apparently it was booting up trying to complete an update that was halfway cached when I unplugged it the last time. And then it would shut down because the battery, like, in the controller would time out. And then it would boot up another two hours later and be like, oh, is now the time? And then it would shut down <laughs> again. <laughs> it just, just did that cycle for ready? months. And it just never had network cable to finish the download. <laughs> it was great. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, last thing that I have for news is Nintendo announced, at least in Japan, and I would assume this is for everywhere else, uh, refunds for... Unused funds in your Wii Shop channel okay. account will begin uh, being distributed between February 19th and August, uh, February of 2019 and August of 2019. That's good. Uh, so if you have any cash in there, you'll be getting it back. Excellent. Because um, that shop is dead. I, well, I have something for you. I wonder how they handle that because that's not linked to your... Nintendo account. Nintendo account. Maybe they'll just and I would, mail it to you. I would expect many people have different card numbers than what they had put in in the regular Wii. Well, I bet that f- was ten years ago. There's probably a process, and that's why they gave themselves a huge window. They, they probably released They're like, like a Google Google form. If your if your card is still valid, just back charge it. If you card if your card isn't valid but there's a contact they can reach out to contact and then if there's not a way to reach out like I don't know spam all the other associated addresses just spam everybody <laughs> spam anyway. everybody that's, all the time that's our future yeah. just spam right yeah. to the garbage that's all I got guys I don't know you have anything else you guys want to talk about your uh, I was I just gonna say we can go for real quick quickly through play MIC but yeah what's up uh, there is a mod coming for Dark Souls on PC that lets you play as all the bosses. Dark Souls 1, 2, or 3? Uh, hold, please. Probably Dark Souls Dark 1. Dark Souls 3. Is 3. Dark Souls 3? Yep. I mean, those bosses are messed up, so that's pretty cool. Some of them can't fit through doors, though. How are they going to do that? 
I'm going to have to do some research into this. Oh, uh, games in Germany can have Nazi imagery now. I also saw On that. a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, they have to just review them. Was that a thing before? It, yeah, they blocked yeah. them. It was like they a were like blocked. British, mm-hmm. Well, British Remember, games. it's been for a long time a illegal... It was illegal to do the Nazi salute or... Um, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. I just didn't know that that was like yeah. the case for media, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a big deal. There's a lot of games that never made it over there. Mm-hmm. Or games that were completely different, like Wolfenstein. Right. What, what did they change it to? Soviets. I'm just guessing. I have no idea. I don't remember. They just made they made up a thing. That's weird. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we quickly go through and just touch on some of the games that we saw at Play NYC? What we thought. Maybe keep it to like five ten minutes, and then we'll wrap. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Let's see. Do you have anything? Um. Yeah. 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 So uh, we started first with Radical Spectrum. Um, and it was a pretty interesting title. It's it is a open world multi character platformer. Uh, this is the one that we saw that had radio radiation pools that you kind of had to absorb to do switches. But we met the dev, had a great time chatting with them about the game. Um, they were doing so much in the way of um, world building in that they didn't want to reuse any assets. So there were over a couple thousand individualized rooms and trees and and assets in the game, which is bonkers. Uh, but it's supposed to come out for Steam and then uh, for PC and Mac. So it's on uh, Kickstarter right now. It's on Kickstarter. We tweeted the, uh, the link out to it uh, while we were there, but it was interesting to meet them. We had a good time. So that's Radical Spectrum. Um, we also saw and played Swim Sanity, Yes, and Swim Sanity was actually pretty guys. good. I enjoyed that a lot, actually. There's an interview with uh, those devs. I have an interview with about eight developers from yeah. Play NYC that will drop later on in the week after you listen to this podcast. Excellent. Um, but Swim Sanity was pretty cool. It's a four-player versus underwater shooter-based brawler. Uh, couch and online, uh, sort of a two-dimensional, but you, you sort of charge up your ultra ability, and then you either turn into a shark or start raining death from above uh but it was pretty it was pretty good and for a game that centers around guns and water and sharks i had a surprisingly good time yeah i had a good time i liked that one too yes swim sanity coming out pretty soon um and then we saw bobby and stuido studios learned about what they're doing with development and gamer outreach apparently they're doing some cool stuff with um what is it? Unity classes and C sharp yep, classes, v- VR classes, VR classes, and they're taking the games that they um, saw uh, or helped to develop within their courses, and they were demoing them. So one of them was Plant Monster, which is a VR game. Where you grabbed a mini mini bugs, and then you start eating them, uh, <laughs> which was actually pretty fun. The mechanics were really simple, but it was easy to get lost in it for a little while. And we played Roll Control, where you put your feet on a board and rolled a ball around a map, but it was an interesting way to, the board, the to board change was sitting controls. On, the board was sitting on, like, a rubber tube. Yeah. So you would have to balance almost like you it's were, like, like gyro controls, but with your feet. I've never done that yeah. before. It had a phone that sat inside of the the little peripheral. Yeah. So. Um, so that was fun. We also tried Where Shadows Slumber, which is an interesting light-based Unity game. Uh, for mobile, it's where the shadows kind of change the reality of the game. Basically, if you walk around a pillar with your lantern, 
the shadows will cover up a bridge and like fix where it was broken or change the orientation of the bridge and you kind of have to like put markers in the way to to change the pathing but it's interesting that coming to ios and android um i liked that one and we also saw miasma games had a game um i think it was it called miasma my asthma my asthma caves something like that yeah you'll you'll hear the proper way to say in the uh, interview yeah but it was interesting and you you basically running around with an argonian it's not really an argonian but that's what she looks like um it doesn't have crafting it does not have combat it's all economic selling and appraisal of items uh it was kind of fun but you run around and the world's randomly generated and you just sort of dig around in the tubes and meet people it makes me want to play Moonlighter. Voxel rendered. It did make me want to play Moonlighter, but it is an interesting game. And it looks it's a lot voxel, better. It's not voxel rendered. Yeah, he about? said it was all of them are voxel rendered. Yeah. You can dig through anything. Yeah, you can dig through anything, but it's not a voxel rendered. Like, that's why I'm pretty game. sure he it's, said it was voxel rendering. It's a regular 3D looking game. It's 3D rendering game, but the caves are voxels. Mm, maybe. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We'll find out. But it looks a lot better than it did when we saw it last year. Um, so we're excited yeah, to see that come it, out. I played it like two today, years ago. It was a little rough. Today I learned that Will doesn't know what a voxel is. It's a, it's a, it's a. They weren't it's voxel a DPS games. game, you know. Keep going, Will. I'll go ahead and Photoshop edit this together so it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. We played Jupiter and Mars, which was a gorgeous dolphin exploration game, and you got lost in that for a little while. Um, which is cool. You you put on a VR headset, PSVR, and um, you basically just swim around freeing turtles and stuff, but it felt really good. The only thing I wish that had been in that game was the ability to jump out of the waves, which was not in there, unfortunately. Yeah, they but said they didn't have that in there because people would get nauseous. I mean, how much, I get it. How much it. VR stuff did you guys do? Maybe two. That was it. That and the... Today. They're okay. We brought hand sandy stuffs. I'm good. Hi, Sandy. Yeah, I mean, they're like super pink, but that's normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, played that one, enjoyed, looking forward to that. We also played Boom You Win, which is sort of one of those hold the football hot potato games as long as you can before it explodes and then throw it at somebody so that they die or get rid of it so you don't explode, which is kind of cool. And then there was my favorite, In Flight Simulator, which is a game where you sit in your airplane seat and you explore the exciting options like opening your in-flight magazine, reading the emergency escape pamphlet, fiddling with the air and light controls. You can close the window shade. You can open the window shade. You can look at your neighbor. You can raise the armrest. It was great. Uh, and I, I spoke to the developer, and he was saying that there are so many games where you control the plane, there are no games where you can't control the plane, so I wanted to make one. So he did a great job with that. It's so well rendered. It is so ridiculous. Uh, but it looks great. There's just a lot of little minutia to do and not a lot of content. Uh, but it's an interesting kind of exploration game, so if you're into that, that'll come out pretty soon. Um, but it was fun, man. I honestly, like, from a top-down perspective, PlayNYC is a really interesting way to engage with the indie communities. There's so many people who are there. Um, I can't even list all the game developers and titles that are coming out. We saw Far Cry 4. We saw Microsoft was there with their new um, 
uh, innovative you mean, well, controller. We, just, we saw Just Cause 4. Just Cause, oh, they that's had right. The, they had the adaptive The adaptive controller yeah. was there on display. What was that like? It's cool, man. I it's didn't big. play with it for too long, but it's very big. It feels yeah. good. Uh, the There's pads a lot of different swivel. peripherals. A- they were there with Able Gamers. Yeah. Able Gamers was actually so working did, with them for a see, while. Like, did you physically see... Yeah, it was out. It was on demo. That, like, mm-hmm. But did you see that anybody that... You know, would benefit from that type of controller using it. Uh, I did not. No. Um, at the time of my visit to their table, but um, they were sort of demoing the concepts and showing how. I'm just, cu- I'm just curious to know, like, like they did, they did demoing is... with with this guy was using one hand to play. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. another guy came over and he was using just two fingers to do it. What was he playing? Um, they had some like little demo, um mod games up. I don't think they had anything serious that was there. I think it was mostly like interface with the controls and listen to the ambulance outside my house and <laughs> it's good. I think my favorite game, uh, one of my favorite games I played was Hamsterdam. Hamsterdam! Which is a surprisingly fun little mobile title where you mm-hmm. play as a hamster. It's a very cute 3D cartoony aesthetic and you're like a kung fu hamster and you're taking down enemies and stuff and tapping and swiping uh, but it's done in such a good flashy way with like slow-mo cameras and like action cam shots um and uh it's fun it's it's yeah and it, it, they broke they break up a lot of the gameplay with yeah. different little mini games and stuff and it's coming to switch uh and the guy said he likes playing it docked because they mapped a lot of the controls to the joy cons motion and you can control. like do motion controls and stuff for punching and he said it's really fun yeah so. I'd be interested in it. I, I probably will be more into that as a mobile title, but um, I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But, yeah, uh, so that's all I got. I mean, look forward to, like I said, later on in the week, I'm going to have the, like, eight or so interviews out. It's Absolutely. about a half hour, 40-minute long uh, podcast, which will be episode 128 Yeah, uh, because this is 127. So. 127. Uh, but it was a great time. We had a lot of fun. Many thanks to um, the hosts of Play NYC and to Playcrafting and the other devs and friends that we know. To Bobby, made shout out to Studio Studios, Dan Butchko. Thank you. We had a great time. Um, that is all I have. Do you want to? You want to take us out, Will? Want me to take it out? Yeah. Um, so I guess thank you to those of you who listen every week. We really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to speak together and have you listen to our work and talk to us online and offline about what it is that uh, appeals to you about our show. We appreciate that. It's always fun. Uh, we are a <laughs> not exactly classified as a not profit, but we basically uh, don't do advertising. We don't do any of this for uh, cash. We do it for fun because it's interesting to us. Um, and so thank you if you are a supporter of the show. If you want to get involved, there's a great way to connect with us offline and online, and that is through our uh, Discord channel. We do Overwatch on there all the time. We chat games. We post articles and our podcast there all the time. It's a great way just to stay connected and to engage with our community. Um, you can also follow us at our individual handles, the description of every podcast below, and you can also follow us at Pixel Raider on Twitter. Uh, we do also have a face space and an Insta and all the other places that you would imagine people could post on social media, so you can check out your favorite and follow us there. Um, and if you have been one of the people who have left us a nice review on iTunes, thank you very much. It means the world to us. It goes a long way towards getting our name out there and helping your friends to know that we are good and worth listening to, so thank you for doing that. Uh, you really have no idea. It means a lot. And then also, if you have been one of our monthly donors and you've gone to our 
um, our Patreon, patreon.com slash pixelraider, and help keep the lights on here. That goes a long way to us uh, as well, so thank you. Um, I think that is it. Uh, there's a lot of games out there that we want to play, and if you have any suggestions about stuff you want to hear us talk about or our opinions on certain kinds of topics or games or issues that matter to you, uh, it is really easy to get involved. You can also email us at podcast at pixelraider.com. Um, or just, you know, leave a comment somewhere and we'll find it. So thanks so much for listening, guys. I had a great time. Episode 127. I uh, will see you guys in the next episode. Later, guys. See you uh, for episode... Well, you'll have episode 128 later. 128, yes. Yeah, so and check then, out 128 for the interviews. And then we will all see you in 129. And then 129 for next week's cast. So, all right. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.